Hello, everyone. Great to see everybody. Baruch Hashem, over a hundred of you out there, and uh, I wish I could spend some time just talking to each and every one of you, asking you how your yontif was, and um, I have a bracha of having a shear, so at least I can direct directly connect to my boys and shear, um, but uh, part of what we're dealing with, with the, during this time is our inability to connect to every single one of you. Um, with a good morning, with hello, how's it going, how was Yontif, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, those feelings are there. We, we certainly hope that all of you had an amazing Yontif and Baruch Shem, uh, uh, really capitalized on the opportunity of, of what Sukkis and Simcha's Torah, Shemina Tzeres are all about. And it never ends. You know, Baruch Hashem, it never ends because as we know from last week, we went from Zosel Baruch right to Bereshis. And the message is quite clear that the beauty of being a Jew and the beauty of being a, a Torah Jew is that our, our obligation and our opportunity and our blessing to be able to just, just go back around again and just keep at it and use every year to uh, start at Bracious, go to Zosa Bracha, go back to Bracious, to go back to the beginning of the Torah, to go back to our a recognition of how special we are to just keep keep the good fight going. And that good fight, of course, is that battle every single day as we get up and we face the Sahara every single morning and we start with Moda'ani and Elkaina Shama and we, we recognize the incredible gift of being alive, of being a Jew who can rise to the challenges of life. And uh, it'll, it's all about our Torah. It's all about getting back to what those challenges are, what we have to do as a Jew. And we're back at the beginning and we celebrate it and we are looking forward to a continued growth. And, you know, it's a time that I think chizuk, chizuk is, uh, is a word that refers to, you know, strengthening ourselves, uh, supporting ourselves, giving ourselves encouragement. And uh, we can do it internally. We can hear it from the outside. We can get it from the Torah. But really chizuk is an incredibly important word right now because the world is still, I know maybe, you know, I don't want to talk about Corona too much because we, you know, maybe Corona is already coming from every direction. And I think we're already maybe Corona out. Um, but I think what, whatever time of the year it is, and whatever situation we're in, especially now, Chizik is, is very, very important. The idea of just constantly getting the strength and the inspiration to take advantage of every single day and every single opportunity. And how amazing is it that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the very first Pasuk in the Torah, he wastes no time of defining humanity, defining the world, and making things very, very clear as to why he put this incredible universe together. Bereshus Baralakim, Eshishmai Vizaret, the very, very, very first Pasuk, no, no delays, doesn't wait to get into it at a later point, but it's Mamish, the very first word, Bereshus. What does Bereshus mean? Rashi tells us. Bishvil Torah Shnikoreshis and Bishvil Yisrael Shnikoreshis. There is something, and this is alluded to actually at the very end of Zosa Bracha as well, that there is a fundamental principle. It sounds almost, uh, you know, I guess to the secular world, my gosh, what do, you, what do you Jews think you are? You think you're the center of the universe? You think the whole world revolves around you? Or, you know, do you think that you're better than anybody else? Well, you know, just like Rashi says at the beginning of the, also the, the very first pasuk, 
that Gosh Baruch Hu started with Gosh Baruch Hu so that if anybody wants to stand up and say, you don't deserve Eretz Yisrael, we're here, you, don't, you can't have Eretz Yisrael, what kind, of, what kind of business is this? And Rashi tells us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to lay down the markers very, very clearly, very, very immediately, that the world is mine. I will decide why I made the world. I will decide who gets any particular part of this world. And you can't tell us who's in charge. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's in charge. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu being in charge made it very, very clear that if I say somewhere down the line that the Jewish people get Eretz Yisrael, Jewish people get Eretz Yisrael. And you can't argue with the, with, with the Torah. And I, interestingly enough, I mean, I'm not gonna get, I don't wanna get into politics, but essentially the people who buy into the Torah are quiet, right? Certainly the, the so many millions and millions of, of Christians who accept the Torah face value as the revealed word of God, they totally accept the fact that the Jewish people are entitled to Eretz Yisrael. It's not even a discussion. We won't, we won't get into the Arab world right now. But the truth of the matter is, uh, uh, it, it's, it's clear. It's incontrovertible. That very same Pusik also says, and again, this is not to be self-serving because I want to uh, brag about ourselves. I want to, you know, I'm just sort of saying what's there in Rashi. It's right up there. And while maybe there's, there's a sense that we can get a little bit haughty, we'll see soon that's not the, the point. Chas Shalom for a Jew to become haughty. We need to recognize, as Rashi tells us, Bishvil Bereshis, Bishvil Reishis. I made the world because of what I call Reishis. What's called Reishis? What's called the pinnacle? What's called the, the apex? What's called the top and the best? Torah and Yisrael. You want to know why I made the world? I made the world because I had a vision. And that vision is that Klai Yisrael will come into being and that Christ will receive a Torah, and there will be an incredibly intimate, close relationship between the Jewish people, between Torah, and between God. And that relationship is why this world is here. Now, there might be a lot to take in, but it, it needs to be in our, in our mindset, because it is the fun, it's a fundamental truth. And, I'm, and we cannot at all start feeling therefore I'm walking around superior and therefore I can do stuff that other people can't do and how uh, you owe me and you're, 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 you know, you're, you, uh, you're worse than me and that kind of, no, has to show Okay, there needs to be humility at, all, humility at all times, but there needs to be a sense of recognition of A, how special we are and our mandate and our responsibility. Because based on what we do and based on how we live, and based on our acceptance of the Torah and our observance of the Torah, it's, that's why the world is here. And that's how the world is going to operate. Whether it's going to be successful or not depends on Klai Yisrael. And I know it's almost you know, overwhelming when you stop and think about it. You know, uh, I'm talking to over 100 boys now, uh, right now, close to 120. Actually, 120 are that number I'm looking at. And when you stop and think, here we are, about 120 people sitting together. and we represent such a small little speck of humanity. There are billions upon billions of people in this world. And how many, how many Jews are there in the world? So few in terms of the, of the percentage, unbelievably few. And yet the reality is undeniable, incontrovertible, that we represent the ultimate vision and mission of what this world is about. 
and we have to embrace that and we have to accept that and we have to we have to feel privileged about that and to guarantee that we feel that we're able to do it is another element that we learn about in this week's parsha and you know uh, we don't have a lot of time to to talk about you know Musser and historically maybe when you know post high school you get into yeshivas and yeshiva maybe uh, a little bit older it's more appropriate to get into the Musser movement and different types of Musser there's Sabatka Musser there's uh, Navardika Musser um, uh, there's even the anti-Musinics who existed uh, during a period of time who fought Musser so it's it's a fascinating discussion but not for now but uh, Sabatka Musser which is certainly the Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva, many of the Rebbeim here at Valley Torah went to the Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva, and the Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva was famous, uh, made famous by the original Rosh Yeshiva of David Leibowitz and the subsequent Rosh Yeshiva of Henoch Leibowitz, who was a Rebbe to so many of us. He imparted the vision of the altar of Sabbatka, and he imparted that vision that part of the way that we need to carry forth our ability to be good Jews is to know how unique we are. And Akash Baruch Hu made it very, very clear in this, in this parsha when he told us more than once, but maybe the classic Pasuk that sort of drives home this point is Vayipach Bapov Nishmas Elokim. That Akash Baruch Hu blew into Nishmas Chayim. Nishmas Chayim. That Akash Baruch Hu blew into the soul of man a Nishama, a living soul that came from who? Vayipach, there's a very famous uh, statement in, in the Zohar. When somebody blows into something, Rabbi say you blow into a balloon, and you blow up the balloon, the balloon gets bigger and bigger. I ask you, what's in that balloon? What is the answer to what's in that balloon? Your air, the person who blew up the balloon, the, the person's air is in that balloon. Well, who blew into us, in essence of life, what is that essence? What is that nishmas chayim? And where did it come from? It came from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So it, when you take the definitions of the idea of, of blowing something into something, a Kaddish Baruch Hu blew from himself into us, and that has given us a spark of life, that's what we have. We have godliness within us. There are times in our lives when we know that God is right here. Maybe it doesn't happen often enough, but when we have an honest moment, a spiritual moment, when we're inspired, when we have clarity, maybe sometimes it can come from something that's sad, and we, we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know during those moments, at certain clear moments in our lives, I feel close to God. I feel that spiritual connection. I feel that godliness. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us so that we know that we can do it. We know we can connect on a higher plane. We have the ability to connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the spiritual realm that he's given us, through the Torah that he's given us, that we can actually take our divine soul and elevate it and make it unbelievably holy by going step by step up that spiritual ladder. So it's not just enough that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the world because of us. He needed to instill in us that incredibly almost supernatural power of, of, of soaring and of growing and of overcoming and of persevering and of dealing with every, any single challenge and somehow coming through it. He gave it, he put it into us so that we know we can do it. And that's why we have Bracious is so critical because Bracious lays the groundwork to let every, truth of the matter is every human being has it. We have it a little bit differently. We have it on a little bit more of a deeper and more spiritual level. 
we have the Torah element that, that catapults our soul even on a higher plane. But, but, but we have it. And we need to know that we have it. Have it. And we need to know and recognize it because, you know, I know that, uh, you know, we, we, we go to our science classes and unfortunately we have to learn what the world teaches us. And the world has, for some reason, is part of a crazy agenda, to, you know, to, uh, while Darwin's theory was a theory, for some reason it's become now scientific fact. And we now, we of course know that it's not fact at all. We don't come from monkeys. Okay, we don't come from apes. The whole idea of uh, evolution, while certain elements could be, could be indeed incorporated into the Torah, but the idea that we come from monkeys is completely ridiculous and, and uh, disputed for many different reasons. But fundamentally, we have an Hashem, we know it, we know it. So there is absolutely nothing that is, is animalistic, okay, in terms of, of a fundamental way, of we, way we operate, we're not, we're not, we don't come as much as uh, the scientists of the world, many scientists would have you believe in how, how much the textbooks tell you about the, the way we got here, we know that that's ridiculous. Okay, we were given a sublime neshama and we know it and we feel it. And even in our young lives, we've already experienced moments where it's unmistakable. I'm not just a sophisticated animal. I'm not just a monkey who's got a thinking apparatus. Chas v'sholom. We are v'yipach papav nishmasalakim. That's who we are. And we know it in our hearts. And therefore, whenever we hear this kind of stuff, we need to know the, what the outside world believes, but we need to know who we are. And we're not that. Chas v'sholem to even think that way. So when we, when we stop and reflect, especially as we start to, because we, you know, we, we're starting a long season of no Yom Tov. And we just finished, we said goodbye to Shemini Hatzeres. We said goodbye to Simchas Torah. HaGash Baruch Hu said to us, you know, you're going to be leaving me and, and uh, I'm not going to see you really intimately again till Pesach. Our job is to say, HaKadosh uh, Baruch not so fast. We're not leaving each other so fast. I'm sticking around. Okay, I've got a, a long, beautiful winter zman to grow every single day, to remember why we're here. We're here because of, of Baba Kama. We're here because of Kedushin. We're here because of, of learning Beresh. We're here because of Allah. We're here because of the Torah. It's, it's, it's right there. It's right in the first Rashi. Bishvil Torah, Shnikoreshis. Bishvil Yisrael, Shnikoreshis. That's why we're here. That's why we're put into this world. And that's why even though maybe there are challenges in front of me, that's not so easy, and I got to Zoom every here and there, and I got to even listen to a schmooze on Zoom, which is certainly not, not the easiest thing to do. But you know what? That's who we are. We're Klai Yisrael, and we persevere, and we know how special we are. And maybe one... One other point that's really so critical, we could talk about it for really hours upon hours, but um, Rashi also says another point, okay? He talks about the fact that the, uh, God made the world and the world therefore is going to be determined by God who gets what part of the world. And if Eretz Yisrael is given to the Jews, it belongs to the Jews, period. Not, no ifs, ands, or buts. That's just the way it is. It's God's world. The world, the Torah was made, the world was created because of Klai Yisrael, because of the Torah and because of obviously HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to have this three-pronged relationship with us. And he also says to us, um, why, uh, Rashi also says in the very, very beginning, why didn't the Torah start with the mitzvahs? Why did the Torah start with HaKadosh Baruch Rosh Chadashim? So one element, of course, is what I mentioned, that because he wanted to make it clear who owns the world. 
and who runs the world and who determines who gets the world. But there's another point that needs to be mentioned. Why don't we start with Achorosh Elohim? Why do we go through all these parshos, through Barashas, parshas, Barashas, before we get to the famous parsha of Kodesh Baruch giving the Jewish people the mitzvah of, of Rosh Chodesh? Well, because of Barashas, because of the whole Chumash. What's this whole Chumash about? It's about Derech Eretz. About Derech Eretz being Kodma Torah. About an entire Sefer, where, yes, the reason why we are given the Torah is for the mitzvahs, but there's a whole element of, of, of a preamble to those mitzvahs that's called Sefer Brashas, and that's called Derech Eretz. That's called Midos. It's called uh, the qualities that we have to develop even before we incorporate the Torah. What kind of people are we? How sensitive are we? How, how jealous are we? How humble are we? There's so much to, to, to talk about, but let me just start focusing on one thing. The first thing God created was Shemayim. Gracious Baruch Akim as a Shemayim v'sa'aretz. Shemayim is made up of what? Ashen Mayim. Isn't that amazing? Why, why would God make the heavens from Ashen Mayim? And the reason is, Chazal tells us, is because he wanted to tell us the most important quality in this world is Shalom is peace. And peace is not when two people who love each other and it's all hunky-dory and we get along and we're great and we're the best pals and fire and water are not the best pals. Fire and water are fire and water. They are the antithesis of each other. They can't stand each other. Okay, They want to stay away from each other because fire and water are fire and water. They are the opposites. And what did Kaddish Baruch Hu do? He said to us, the most, the very first creation that I'm going to make is going to be a creation of peace because this entire world stands on peace. This entire world stands on people getting along. This entire world stands on not just people getting along, but even the elements of the universe getting along. I'm going to take the very elements that can't get along and I'm going to show, yes, they can. They can make the Shemayim. They can make the heavens. They can make the universe. They can produce the most fundamental fabric of what makes this whole world operate called Shemayim, the heavens, the universes, the galaxies, whatever is out there, whatever Kodesh created, it was created with a Shemayim to teach us that Shalom is a fundamental principle that has to happen in this world, Rabbi Isai. And I say this to you at a time when I, again, uh, I, I don't want to just, you know, talk, and I didn't talk about COVID, but I, we are challenged. We're, we're, sometimes we're hunkered down in our homes and sometimes we, we have this whole, uh, this whole uh, quarantining thing and this other thing and then whatever it might be. And sometimes Nebuch, we could be sick ourselves and have to stay home because we have the virus ourselves, whatever it might be. To always remember respect and shalom, to make peace, to have a home of peace, to have, to have a, an atmosphere of peace, to have a inner metabolism of peace, a, a, a calmness about ourselves. I'm not saying it's easy. But if fire and water, which are the most opposite elements in this world, could create the foundation of the universe called Shemayim, and Akash Baruch Hu did it specifically to say it's built upon peace, that's the, one of the most basic lessons we can learn about Derech Herod's Kadmotayra. Our lives have to be peaceful. Our relationship with our parents have to be peaceful. Our relationship with our siblings have to be peaceful. Our ability to get along with our friends have to be peaceful. We need to work on Shalom. If we can establish shalom, we can reestablish the, the, literally the underpinnings of why this world is here. So Bez Hashem, we, we touched upon a lot. We touched upon why we're here, why the world was created, who 
owns the world, who decides who Eretz Yisrael goes to, and of course, this fundamental principle of Derech Eretz Kadmul And let's start with Shalom, because Shalom is the greatest brach of them all. If you have Shalom, you have, you have everything. If you don't have Shalom, you have nothing. So Bez Hashem, let's reinforce these principles into this new year that we're so excited to embark upon. We look forward to seeing everyone live in person on Monday morning, Bez Hashem. Let's, uh, let's build upon these principles. Go mechayel chayel, and that's chus Bez Hashem. Have a beautiful Shabbos, and be zorcha, the be'es, and 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 be'es,